So he did V, the final battle in 1984, a TV miniseries. And then it became a regular series. He's he's all over TV, this guy. Um, I don't know. Uh, Look at that dad bod. It? Yeah. <laughs> What another speed trap? All, it's not in front of me all the shows he uh, did, but the thing is, do you remember Future World, which was for TV, by the way? You remember? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it was a movie. Remember? It was a sequel to Westworld. Yeah, and it was shot at my university, Carl. He did that. Brandeis. There's a, a scene where they have like a future conference in a future room, and that was actually at the time futuristic, but it was like a graduate. Uh, Lecture uh, graduate building. Well, I, which uh -huh. I wasn't too familiar with it, but I, I stand by that. Yeah, I, th I believe it was Brandeis. I saw so, that movie more times than the original Westworld. Really? Why? That movie wasn't so great. Peter Fonda was terrible. Was I just watched it over and over again. It would be on the TV and I would watch it. And then I finally saw Westworld and I said, that's not bad. You remember on there on the plane there and this talky talky guy was talking to the reporter? And then Peter Fonda's like, you should tell her she loves to listen to stories. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, a little bit. I remember Peter Fonda, like, running around in a suit. You watched that so many times, and I know it better than you, and I watched it once. Do you remember yeah, when they was so. Do you remember when they was leaving, and he was pretending he was a robot? Remember? <laughs> And then at the way end, when he got away, he leans back at the two guys following him. He's like, fuck you, and runs out of the. Uh, maybe I'll have to watch it another, yet uh, another time. Another 18 times. Do you remember Sex World? The X-rated parody of Westworld came out in the full, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, my mom was in that. I just will refuse to see it. You know, you should really express some interest in your mom's work. <laughs> oh, I have interest. Just not positive. Okay, so Martin Sheen rolled into town, got screwed with the ticket, and then the sheriff's like, that'll teach him his fancy ass. And then he didn't leave. He turned around and came back to town, found where the sheriff was. Ooh, look at pinballs. Sheriff sees him. Yeah, by the way, the pinball is another reason why this film is not the 50s. Why is that? Um, okay, where is it? Was, was One of the pinball banned? machines in the diner is clearly named Doodlebug. That pinball machine was released in 71, much later than the story setting of 1958. God, thank you, Internet. Nailed it. This movie's a piece of shit, girl. No, this movie's good. So, <laughs> the continuity guy should be fun. But who was He's knowing except for nitpicky? Anyone right. watching I mean, this? This was a TV world? movie in 1970X. It aired one time. It had a following, I guess. Enough for this gentleman to, to put in a car chase Wonderland 2. Yeah. <laughs> if you look in the comments on this uh, video, on the YouTube um everybody's talking about seeing it when they were a kid and okay so here we had a staring contest between cop and michael mccord and right. now <laughs> michael is ripping martin sheen should i just call him martin sheen yeah why not we call him vic morrow yeah 
because he's just called Sheriff uh, Roy Childress. They don't have hardly <laughs> Sheriff Roy. They call him Roy. So anyway, he rips out an article. He's holding an article in his hand. He puts the article down. Uh huh. Holds up his paper and fucking leaves. What's it say? Like, uh, date women today. How to pick up chicks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful Russian women want to date you. <laughs> I could you make money on the home? internet. They used to have those ads, you know. Yeah, that was the, the newspaper back then. I mean, obviously, but I'm, what I mean is like shitty ads like Clarksburg uh, Curve claims sixth and seventh victims of the year. Joe Esavis. That's right. And when they were over there talking and he was like, we should be paid regular. I mean, the deputy was, you know, Angel. Um, they also said the investigator came asking questions again. What'd you tell him? Nothing to tell. So he knows he's under investigation for that particular one. But, but there were five other fatalities on that curve this year. I picked that up only because the newspaper said the 6th and 7th. Okay, you remember this sign, right? Sure, dangerous curves ahead. Yeah, 30 miles per hour. Now, what is what is Martin Sheen doing? Should we call him Martin Sheen? What is Michael doing? What is Michael Baba? Uh, I know his name. It rolls off. McCord. 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 Slow to okay. 30 people. What he's doing is he wants to take the curve. He wants to try the curve. Now, how does he know about the curve? Yeah, what's his fucking deal? Yeah. And why does he give an article about the fifth and sixth, you know, about uh, Estevez's death, Joe Estevez's death? You know, I was. Joe Estevez died, and then Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen showed up, what, 20 minutes later? No, like two A couple uh, days. Day, yeah. Not, not even days, a long time, a long time later. So if, if the victims were friends of, of Michael LaCord, uh, yeah. He knows about it. And yeah. then he, he came here for a reason. Yes. That's what we're oh. beginning to learn. Now, this curve, he's taking it. Now, the first time I ever saw this movie, I literally saw Emilio Estevez in Joe Estevez. So I started thinking, how does that work with the last names? It doesn't make sense. I thought it was a different mom. No, no. Martin right. Sheen changed his name to Sheen. That's his, what I one son kept the show business name when he went into it, and another son changed his name to yeah. the original name. He kept his name. So, you know, partially we know Emilio Estevez's dad is Martin Sheen, but because he has a different last name, we I kind of more slack than say Charlie Sheen. Right. You know. Okay, see that poll? Damn it, he didn't make it. He didn't make the turn. Now he's trying to think about why right now remember he was looking at his speedometer he was very concerned with what is the speed i'm taking this curve at it was Damn the it. 30 30 mile per per hour limit right yeah that's right so he couldn't have been exceeding that what a weird car yeah i think it's, it's a top uh, yeah me too i also think of uh charlie sheen was in a movie really long title charles swan the third it's about this kind of rich, pointless L.A. guy who has a crisis, and he drives around in a car similar to the California kid's car. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, now you saw that guy ride up on the bike. That's Lyle. We're going to learn that Lyle is the brother of Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's really called Buzz in this film. <laughs> of course he's named Buzz. Right. So Lyle and Buzz. Now, Martin Sheen did his first test run. Now he's taking it again to see what he can do on this curve and if he can make the curve and not have to wipe out a tree. Yeah. Hit it. Well, it's not a tree. Right. Now, Lyle is totally checking it out. Whoa, take the curve. Fuck, I couldn't do it. I didn't do it again. Fuck. Now, wow. last time he was all pissed off, but this time Lyle shows up, so he can't be all mad. Look at his face. He's mad. Look, why are the cops really. We're, isn't this like the profitable speed trap area? Like, why isn't there a cop behind a billboard waiting, anxiously waiting to, to nail him? Well, the cop's position, you know, was is is right at the beginning of the road before the dangerous curves. But he saw the cop in the diner. He knew he wasn't out here. Right. Got it. Thank you for answering. Now, Lyle is like, hey, that's a great machine. What are you doing? Because I'm just trying her out, just testing her out. Let me hear, let's hear Lyle. Sure. Give it a little workout. Look how young. A lot of people have been killed on this curve. So I hear. Yeah. I I'm Lyle Stafford. I live around here. I didn't ask for your life story. I'm Mike McCord. I'm new around here. Mike McCory. Got it. Not Michael, Mike. Mike McCord. Mike, Mike McCord. McCord. It's important his last name because the cop's going to put two and two together. You know, um, oh, right. Oh, let me guess. He's the brother of a victim. Right. It was his kid brother, the Emilio Est. Uh, it was the California kid's kid brother. Yeah. But it was also his real life kid brother, right? Is Joe older or younger? I think Joe is older. Oh, I might okay. be wrong. I might be wrong. Yeah, imagine them around the Thanksgiving table. Ah, so you're my older brother, eh? Not according to the, TV. <laughs> I, would, I would be on the kids' table with Charlie. You kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he's like, where's the file on those last two fatalities? I got it right here, but I got so much work that I'm not getting paid for. It's just taking. I see his face everywhere. So now he looks it up and he goes, McCord. And the guy goes, hey, isn't that the la last name of the guy with the fancy car? Fucking shit. Yes, it is. He's like, I don't know why he's here. I don't know why he's here. He starts to torment himself. I don't know. You don't know? He First off, the sheriff just got an article about his dead brother handed to him. Yep. Carl, do you remember Happy Days? Well, that's why he went. No, I don't. Well, that's why he went to the station to look up the last name because he said the sixth and seventh fatalities. Man breaks the law. Right. Man breaks the law. Man should pay for breaking Man the law. Man should pay by what? Getting pushed off by a killing him? Yeah, for for speed. So you were saying about happy days? Yeah. So you know the expression "jump the shark." Yeah, sure. From Fonzie. Okay. Yeah, so Fonzie will goes to California and gets challenged to jump the shark. He was challenged none other by the California kid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, they don't he doesn't know what's up with Martin Sheen, but he knows it's you know, he's Oh, Buzz's garage. Oh, Buzz, hey. 
Buzz, I want some bait. I want to store my boat, and uh, my car's not working. Came to the right <laughs> place, buddy. Now, why the hell would they have boat storage in a landlocked town? Maybe a lake, actually. They talk about swimming. You see Sissy sitting there on the yeah. chair? Sissy loves cars and making out with the boys who own the cars. She doesn't care who the boy is. It requires a boy, a car, and lips. <laughs> and that's what they're talking about right now? No, right now, they're talking about, like, uh, give me a socket wrench. That's, I said, English, not metric, that kind of thing. You don't know anything oh, about yeah. cars. Yes, I do. And he's like, I got my learner's pyramid. Okay, I'll put it on for the make-out stuff. Look, I'm taking some okay. notes. Yeah, this is You can't it. make out unless you got a car. Is that right? Oh, <laughs> we like the cars. The cars that go boom. <laughs> <laughs> We're Tigra. And so, something, and we like the boom. Now they're like, check out this car, right? And it's Martin right. Sheen's car, of course. And Martin's like, fill her up. And, you know, it's only took five gallons. There's Nick Nolte leading the charge. Good day, mister. He's the nicest guy, Martin Sheen. He's the nicest guy. Because he right. let Lyle, who's his new friend now, we just met him two seconds ago, drive his car. So he's just basically seeking a vengeance vengeance right not, or he's or, or justice for his brother not justice wait i'm i'm not sure justice like means you're justly served for but this he wants an eye for an eye and i think that's vengeance right yeah that is vengeance for sure let me look it up in my book the good book it's like when revenge meets justice but it's not really justice it's definitely revenge. justice no. would be getting him arrested up uh getting the whole police department yeah, making it public that he's a murderer and he would stand for trial and that would be justice. He's not interested in the justice. He's he's out no. for revenge. Well, yeah, but it's it's vengeance because it's a just reason it's an eye for an eye. That's the vengeance part of it. But yeah, he wants... It isn't revenge. Revenge is like, you fucked me, I'm going to fuck you back. But this is like... When it comes to, like, he broke a law, but instead of getting you, it's a personal law. So I'm going to do to you what you did to them. That that, that kind of. Oh, that personal law. So now it's like, he can't drive. He only has his learner's permit. We could do it, mister. And he goes, all right, I guess you'll have to take somebody with you. Now everybody's into it. Now, is your first time driving? Why don't you drive around that curve? <laughs> it's not his first time he's learning and he will yeah, take that curve mike lyle will take that curve oh no not lyle look wow look at county that impound state line so they got a bunch of 1950s cars to get to dress the scene well yeah but it wasn't so hard because they were it was 1974 you know you if just I had to get a bunch home. of 2,000 cars, I bet you I could. So if we went to a lot now and they had a bunch of 1990 cars. Right. If we went to a lot now and they had 1950s cars, we'd be like, oh, shit. Right. Okay, so he finds the car that his brother died in. The internet wants to make a big deal that it's not the same car. And I have all sorts of specifics why it's not. <laughs> it's not the same car. Big deal. Well, the steering wheel's on the left, right-hand side. That's a giveaway. Left, right hand. 
That's a yeah. It's definitely a giveaway. Now, there's some also. There's some movie light you'll see in a mirror for two seconds, and I've never seen it. And this is my fourth time watching this with you. I can't huh. find it. All right, but it doesn't matter. That's the real world. For our plot, it matters that he is going to discover something. Fucking push marks. Look at these dents. Wait, wait till you see these dents. It's got to be obvious for a non-gearhead like me. Yeah, he was pushed. He fucking was pushed. And that's a lot of, you know, it's a bumper. You really have to impact that motherfucker. Now, here comes Nick Nolte, and he's important to our plot. This thing was well-written. Yeah. He goes, a person died in this car. He goes, yeah, two people. Right there. Two fellas died in that car. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Two of them did die in that one. Oh, he's Nick's got the TV cigarette. Oh no, he he had the TV cigarette. The one that looks like it's lit, but it's not lit. Like it's got right. a little gray ash in the tip. That's exactly right. It's like it was lit, and they purposely had it like push. I don't know how you do it, but it burnt out so that right. thing was okay. So now, like Martin Sheen's enduring some pain because he goes. Too bad about the push marks. And he wanted Nick Nolte to go, yeah, push marks. He goes, yeah, it's too bad because I wanted to sell that bumper. The only thing oh, selling okay. on this car. So this car to him is just like funny. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh, cops are pulling him over. He's not even in his car. No, he pulled into the gas station and the cop oh. just shows up. That's Roy, Sheriff Roy. Now... Yep. They're bragging on, like, his car's better than Sheriff Roy's car. Sheriff Roy could take him, and, and Sheriff handles it very maturely. But he sees Martin Sheen coming out of where? The impound where, lot. Where the, where the evidence lies. Right. And he's like, what the fuck? He goes, what are you doing there? The sheriff? How stupid is the sheriff? Why can't he just fucking get that evidence out of the impound lot? He didn't see it coming. Looking at the wrecks and they're trying not to break any laws. He does look like Jimmy Dean. Jimmy yes. Dean. Oh, Roy, it was, uh, it was like he said. He was just looking over there. Hey, is that your favorite sports team, yeah, B? Is that? <laughs> it's the Clarksville Bees. Look, it's <laughs> statewide bees. So. So now he's just like, you stay out of that lot. You know, that's county property. I think your uh, contract's coming up, Buzz, right? Three months. Uh-oh. You had people on the impound lot. That's state property. That's right. You might lose your arena. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Where sir. Where the fuck yes, do they sir. shoot this? Do you think they shoot this in a studio lot or they actually went out somewhere? No, this is done in Peru, uh, P-I-R-U, Peru, California, in O-J-A-I, Ohio. Oh, Ohio. That's Roommate. right. Okay. And they do have some things shot in Universal Studios in uh, Universal City, California. It's probably that diner stuff is inside. Yeah. Well, because they have this, like, impressive backlog where they can do, like, you know, gas stations like this. Now, the so, curve itself is in Santa Clara, Clarity, Clarita, 
Santa Clarita, like this. are you close to that? No, but I, I saw a billboard for the Santa Clarita diet on Netflix. Oh, okay. Vampires. That's so. That's the practically the same thing. Okay, so this is three hundred nine eleven, Agua Dulce, Dulce Canyon Road, Aguila Dulce Canyon Road in Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. I think it is around me. I have no clue. No, Listen, I lived in the. It's I lived Soledad in the Bay Area. Canyon Road. Soledad Canyon Road is where they live. the edge. Sorry, I was just saying, like, I've been in California for almost three decades, and I have no clue still. Well, because you were in San Francisco, not L.A. Yeah, but I mean, like, Bay Area towns, you'll be like, hey, you want to go to Dublin? I'm like, California? Al Ireland? Albany? California? <laughs> They'll say, like, hey, you know, let's go, do you know this town? And I go, yeah. Once again, we're not looking at the real engine, um... I, I, oh, excuse me. I said that backwards. This time we looked at the real engine, but it was just, okay, so what he did is he went to the gas station, he gassed up, but he asked to borrow some tools because he's got a little shimmy in the front of the, and his goal is to take this curve. That's his goal. So he went and worked on the car. Oh, I'm a real gearhead. I saw he, he, uh, and then he. Now wait, now here it comes, Mike, here it comes. He's taking it. it. He has to ride the shoulder, though. Oh, is he trying to recreate his brother's death? He's not trying to recreate it, but he is trying to take that curve without going over the edge. And this time he was closer than ever, but look how close he is to the edge. He Ooh. wants to get close to the edge. On Metaphorically? Purpose. No. He's got a metaphor. Be I got you. We all know what you don't even know what a meta is for. So should I, should I ruin it? Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, please go ahead and ruin it. Wait, we're 40 minutes into this movie. You can ruin it. Go ahead. He's got a big plot. He's going to get the sheriff to fucking go over that cliff. That's his goal. That's why he's there in town. So he's going to get the sheriff to chase him, and he's already had the skills to make that curve. Right. That's the way to go. I would personally put a, a bunch of birdseed in the middle of the road and a little sign that says free birdseed. But he's not a bird. The cop's not a bird. If you said free beer. Right. Okay. So I would get some Acme brand beer, put it in the middle of the highway. Roadrunner, Carl. And then, Mike, oh, that's a roadrunner. Okay. Birdseed. Boop, boop. Yeah. Boop. Well, the Wiley Coyote would get, would, would just put a little birdseed in the middle of the road and the sheriff would come right over. <laughs> Michelle Phillips. Now, for the wow. first time, we're going to, now, this is the stepmother of Mackenzie Phillips. This is the real mom of China. This is uh, when the mamas and the papas broke up. She uh, she became a movie star. She was a star at one time. We saw her in the uh, Man with Bogart's face. Okay. Oh, look at this acrostic pinballs. Uh, why can't I say it? Acronym. Acronistic. Acronistic. Acronism. 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 
It's anarchistic. Pinball, man. I thought pinball was banned at a certain point. Oh, in New York City it was. Define acronym. No, that's a, a initial. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a thesaurus is what we need. Okay. What we're seeing right now is a very nice sort of dating moment between Michelle Phillips and Sean uh, Martin Sheen, Michael, Michael McCord. McCord. And it's done very tastefully. There's, they're, they're not even. So he's, she's, he's like, what do you like? He goes, I'll have my eggs over easy. And she's like, that's the way that I like them. And when she says that, he's like, wait a minute, maybe this chick like me, right? <laughs> so he goes. Yeah, every waitress likes you. You, you're working all the time? And she goes, not all the time, though it looks like that. Well, when, and he's like, I, my shift ends just about when you'll be finished with those eggs. Hinting oh. that, yeah. So they're going to now kind of go on a date that it's, um. He's like, you want to get some coffee? She's like, I'm a waitress. Look, look what the sheriff's found. Why, it's Sissy kissing a boy. The boy with the car. What a rite of passage. So they're caught red-handed, and it's the old, hey, I saw you two grow up. Would you, How would your father like to know about this, sissy? <laughs> now, once again, it's all in the service of our plot, and this writer is a good writer, because now what, what he's going to do is not be official. He's like, I'm going to let you go with a warning, but... Give me your license. He takes it away. He says, your license is suspended for two weeks. Come see me and get it back from me a week from Friday or whatever it is. So that's the punishment. That's all right. It's not but $100. The thing is, now he doesn't have a license, so Sissy can't drive in a car with this boy and make out. She needs to find another boy with a car and lips. Gotcha. So the sheriff just cockblocked them. Right. Until then, your driving privileges are suspended. What? Sure. You're not the sheriff of me. Turn off that rockety rock music. Yeah, that's another thing that's kind of ac acronistic. Algor acronistic. Uh, Apple-nistic? Uh, okay, 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 okay. Anachronism. 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 I did it. I said a word with more than Define two Define anachronism. Anachronism. Damn it. Anachronism. Anachronism. Yes. Yup. What's it saying? Uh, a thing belonging to or appropriate to a period other than that in which it exists, especially a thing that is conspicuously old-fashioned. Right. Anachronism. Okay, anachronism. so one of the anachronisms is, do you remember there's that, we weren't alive for it just by a couple of years, but there was this weird period in time in like 60, uh, like right after the Beatles, in which okay. this kind of generic ring, 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 rock and roll got airplay. 
Yeah. It just needed to sound like rock and roll. And it was almost on purpose bad. They were just doing the blues like Chuck Berry meets the Beatles. Sure. I remember that. Well, that music is playing throughout this thing. And it wasn't playing in the 50s. In the 50s, when you turned on the radio, you wouldn't get some generic rock. It was fresh and new. Yeah. You know, we see a lot of movies like that where we would watch a movie that's that was shot during the 80s and the soundtrack would just be, you wouldn't even notice it. And then you see a movie where it takes place in the 80s and right. suddenly the soundtrack has like Tears for Fears and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we saw Zapped 2 and it was 1990, but the music in it was old school rap of like 84, 85, you know. Plus that white rapper at the end credits. Right. And he was doing old, right. Do you remember the interview with the, with the director? He's like, white rap, it's the new thing. Okay, the cop pulled up, he sees the car, but he doesn't see Michael. Where the fuck is Michael, goddammit? So he went in there asking all these questions. Well, where's Michael? Michael is with Michelle Phillips in the trailer, her trailer. And she's no. telling a story about how her husband was like a criminal and she didn't know it and she really loves him. One day he had got taken off to jail. Let's see here. Asking him where he was going, when he was coming back, what he was doing. Martin Sheen's very cool in this movie. <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we know him as older Martin Sheen, I'm President sure Martin Sheen. Well, I don't. I. I first took notice of him in Apocalypse Now, of course. Of course. And then you would see him in, like, Firestarter, and, you know, he became a regular movie star. <clears throat> but, I mean, he was, a, was he a had movie. a career before Apocalypse Now, too, like, young. Uh, like, Yeah, but it wasn't very uh, – he was in Catch-22. Okay, um, everyone was in Catch-22. Okay, well, he was in – the subject was Roses. No, he – it wasn't until Apocalypse Now that he was – considered a movie star he was a person in movies before that gotcha here he is on a tv show you know what i mean would martin sheen do that after apocalypse now no well like you said this is 74 and apocalypse was 78 70 good Nine. question uh 79 yeah apocalypse now is 79 Okay, now I'm going to put on the sound because we're just going to have a little bit about, like, whatever you're doing here, it has something to do with the sheriff. <laughs> dangerous curves. <laughs> Woo, she's got some dangerous curves. You're different. So are you. Country girls are different than city girls. That's not what I meant, yeah. baby. Mm. Well, I know one thing. What's the one thing you know, honey? You being here has got something to do with Sheriff Roy Childress. Oh, what a boner killer. <laughs> I think they already did it. Oh, is that why she's wearing a terry cloth He's unbuttoned. He looked real worried. It's implied. Okay, so now is the only thing I dis I, I fault the writing for. The only thing in this whole movie, I think the writing made a mistake. He, she tells a backstory about how five years ago, 
Roy's, you know, our sheriff's family, the, 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 the son and the wife were hit by a, um, a hit and run on Main Street in town and they died. They were hit by a car and died. And he really took it hard. Um, but I think the writing of this film would have been better served if they had died on the curve. Yeah, well, you think it would be too on the nose. Yeah, but we never learned the backstory of why he's a serial killer. We just get hints, maybe because it's TV. We got the hint, if a man breaks the law, he deserves to be punished. We got that hint. We also got the hint that his family was taken from him, right? But we really never get the psychology of why he, when he pushes people over the cliff, he just gets out of the car and stares down at him. He doesn't go, like, get all, he you know, he a serial killer can get orgasmic over a... Sure, yeah. You're saying you would jack off afterwards, you sick <laughs> fuck. So, so if they died on the curve, at least we'd get a motivation backstory of why that curve is the place he does his... Is this guy a car owner? This is Lyle, and he has a car that he can borrow all the time. Now, Sissy wants a man with a car. She's like, go get your car now. He's like, he's borrowing it from his parent or uncle or something. So he goes, okay, how about tomorrow? Meet me on behind the school after one o'clock. I will take you. We'll go swimming. She's like, I know a place we could go. Swimming down by the That's river. That's great. Good for him. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. You meet me behind the school at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Oh, p.m. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said one o'clock. Okay. Now, the cop will find out he's been banging the waitress. That ain't cool. How did he find that out? <laughs> well, she came, came out of the trailer. Enjoy. Uh. Now, listen, yeah. this is the part he goes, I, I don't want you know, here. I know who you are and what you're doing here. Anything else? You're banging cocktail waitresses one at a time. No one could get a drink. Drink at the table. We had a little argument. We I had to straighten him out. You straighten out my brother. You kill my brother on a curve. <laughs> he was banging cocktail waitresses two at a time. Okay, so. Okay, so. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about it, but it's more of the same, right? No, you go ahead and talk about it. I like this movie. I like your research. Okay, so he. He's just on the losing end of this Martin Sheen. And he's even now, I think it would have been better served the writing and I'm not criticizing the writing. It was fine. If he had a crush on Michelle Phillips, that would have been much better. Sure. Because now she, he comes in here and basically tells her, I don't want you to see him again. That's fucking it. And if you do, I'm going to run you out of town. Now he does it in a subtle way. Like you like it around here. Don't you Maggie? Yes, I do sheriff. You know, he's you subtle about it. trailer here. I don't, I like it this way because it's it's the chaos he can't control. He's trying to control the chaos, right? And he's doing it very poorly. He's reactive. Every time he's there's reactive. an event, he tries to plug a hole, and he sucks at it. The guy went into the impound lot, saw the bumper, right, and he did, couldn't do anything about it. He fucks Maggie. Take my course. Nothing. 
What? If he took myself, if he took myself a motivational course, he'll he be, be able to at. organize and and set it up so he won't be indicted. He never hides it. He just blames it on the curve. As a matter of fact, another one is coming up. He won't hide shit. He just blames it on the curve. I was chasing them. They took the curve too fast. But the thing is, wouldn't they be like seven people dead? It's a little suspect. So he just gets off killing these guys. Yeah, I guess. You just said he gets off. We never yeah. see him getting off. So I don't know. We never even see him staring and plodding. Okay, well, so. Because, yeah. Okay, I don't think it's nice the way they treat this woman that she's so two-dimensional. She just wants to get in cars with boys and make out. But that's exactly what's going on here. But the cop will show up and she's like, make it to the state lines because she's embarrassed. If he catches him again with a girl, uh, with a, if she, he, the cop catches her again with a boy, the, the father's going to find out. He promised, you know. But you were in the middle I'm, of saying, just for our plot, I had to interrupt. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm a little nervous that, the, that these are the next victims. That's Lyle, the brother of Buzz. Uh, Buzz, and who's become a friend. Martin Sheen likes him. He lets him ride his car. The guy, Lyle's bragging on him all the time. Like, his car could beat the cop. You know, we're sympathetic to him. Doesn't this kind of, it looks like the sheriff always goes for out of town cars. And that way, you know, unless their brother drives up in a car that says California kid, no one knows. But Lance is local. He goes for out of, but at the same time, we had that local guy who can only afford $12. Yeah, that's right. So I guess he tickets anyone. But what about killing anyone? He wouldn't kill that local farmer because local farmer's family would be like, what happened to him? I don't know. He didn't have the opportunity, right? He didn't catch him on the curve or something. So, so Lance and Two Dimensional Girl are are, are here. Lyle, her view. Lyle, Lyle, and what's her name? Sissy. Just because right. the movie's insulting. Is Sissy she, short for something? Sissy is. Sissy had a very short career. It was ten years long, but I mean, she was in Gator Bait in 1973. Ooh. She was in a. Yeah, I saw that movie. Film. You know, Gator Bait's based on a true story that occurred to me, Carl. Uh huh. The cops came in, and I said, "I thought the Gator was said it was she was seventeen. Right. Yeah. And they wouldn't have caught you, but he had clamped down on your pee pee. The worst. Um, she was in Beretta and Gunsmoke and The Waltons. I mean, she had her time. It was only ten years, but um, but she was. Slightly memorable. Now, they're under a lot of pressure. We can't get caught. The state line is three miles away. Here comes the curve. 30 oh, miles no, an hour. Oh, no, curve. He's like, He's I think up. we can make it. Yeah, make the headlines now, tomorrow. Something cheap. We don't see him roll down the hill. We see him at the bottom. It's, it's a little oh. cheap. Every other time we've seen it. Bonk! Oh, with that fucking bender... Bonk! Bender, bender. Now look, it goes black! See? We missed it. They saved a little money. Yeah, it's cheap. I mean, we they did the best they could. We see two times the cars roll down the hill. Uh, 
and they saved a pinch on the third time. Now watch for any sort of glee or excitement. Look at Sissy. Oh, yeah. Oh, is he mourning? He, oh, he hasn't heard the news yet. No, he's getting a phone call as usual. He's the tow truck. He's got the county contract. We got a wreck. Oh, wait a minute. It's going to be his own brother? That's right. And says, But he says, Lyle's been in an accident. And Martin Sheen is like, let me come with you. Even though he's got no cause, but. Well, I mean, he's working for Buzz. How long? He's just hanging out, working? You no, know, he's just hanging out, working on his car. He's just a friend. There's Sissy, and she's like, oh, I'll never kiss again. Oh. <laughs> oh, but Lance has. Carl, where's Lance? Is Lance okay, Carl? His Where name is Lyle. Lyle. Lyle is Dial right now. Lyle Carl, is dead. Carl, why is Lyle sleeping with a blanket over his face? Well, to be comfy. To you, when you sleep, you have a blanket, and when you Before sleep you forever, farm. <laughs> he's he's not taking a dirt nap yet, but soon. It's like, dirt were you nap. chasing him now? The deputy is a little bit on to him. Now, at the way end of the film, I don't get a good look at him. Help me out. This is my fourth time. I want to see if it's Angel in the end. Because who else could it be? I'll, I'll show you when we get there. Sure. Okay. Nick Nolte's uh, pickup. Go ahead. Just remind me. Angel is? Uh, he's the deputy. And I say Angel okay. from the Rockford Files. Right. Oh, that's right, right. Angel from Rockford Files. Acting. <gasps> Nick Nolte. God damn it, Lance. Nick Nolte started as a uh, model, and he was very successful as a model. And he was um, in the soaps. Was he, he a was, soap actor? Don't think oh, so. No. But he was a model, and one of a national magazine advertisement in 72, where he appeared in jeans for Clairol, and then ended up on the packaging. He was probably like, this is as big as I'm ever going to get. Right. My ass is everywhere. Oh, you know what? I found another 48 hours on Paramount Plus. I'd never seen that one. Another 48 hours? Uh, yeah, the sequel. Maybe they, I did see it. I don't remember. I saw the ending. They shoot up North Beach in San Francisco, and there's like Carol Dota's old sign. But uh, Oh, no. I do remember. Nick Nolte, every time he lights up a cigarette, Eddie Murphy would go, uh, tut, tut, tut. Go, ah, damn it. And then he would proceed to shoot everybody <laughs> in the room. That's okay. But Yeah, know, that's so okay. But those cigarettes will kill you. Okay, I'm going to play the sound because sure. now, it, now it's fucking personal. I mean, Nick Nolte's brother, Lyle, has been murdered by, or, or is it, he just said, I was chasing him. And Nick Nolte's like, I never thought about the people in the wrecks, that they had family and friends. They never, you know. But, yeah. Right, because he just wanted to sell off the car. Mm-hmm. And the writer showed us that. Well, it's taking a very rough. Yeah, you're right. It's well done. I'm sorry. I'm I just came sorry. by to see if there's any motivation in you to kill this fucking sheriff. You know who they should kill is the Seth's you know, barber. 
you know, I never. Uh, Check out the, the, the. We're gonna cut to this bad haircut. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's got the Florida wind <laughs> going. You hate. Oh my god! Yeah, it is very windy. I, I I know it's not. It's shot in California, so I'm okay with it. He's got product in his hair, clearly. Well, yeah. You're one of them belong to you. Okay, now here it comes. Kid brother Don. He says, my kid brother Don died. Don McCoy. Uh, now listen to this. You know them, uh, them uh, marks on the bumper? Push marks. Yeah, right. Well, uh, you know, Roy, uh, Roy murdered Lyle. I believe he did. Yeah. And I'm going to kill Roy. No, there's another way. There's another way, Carl. That's right. You heard our TV soundtrack. I haven't been talking about. It. Now, look, this guy's got no last name, but he says, I think he says he's the name of the town. Listen. Okay. Deputy Pure, Roy. Okay. He said he's Deputy Pure. So Pure Roy. is P I R U, Pure Clark's. I don't know. Oh, and that's okay. the name of the town. Right. Now, the last scene with Nick Nolte was a very revealing scene because he's, he says out flat out to the audience before what we've never heard, that his kid brother was, was, the, vic right, was the sixth and seventh victim. And that he says, I think that Roy killed Lyle. And he goes, I believe he did. So for the first time, we're seeing what we should know by now. He's there because his brother got killed. We didn't know it was his brother, but his brother got killed and Sheriff killed him from these push marks. Then he's like, I'm going to kill Roy. And he goes, well, there's another way. And that's when we learn, even though we don't know it yet, he's got some plot. And that's why he's been here. Now, all that we're getting in this scene is that Sheriff Roy did not go into work. Instead, he sat around in his uniform and drank alcohol. So, you, or is you, he you not? His, I think he's not in his uniform. So he's like, the court called you like four or five times. We need to make some money here, but I can see you're okay. So he's like, have you seen that guy in town? He's like, what guy? And he goes, you know what guy I'm talking about. What kind goes, of beer is he drinking? What a good Did question. you notice that they completely blacked out the brand name? I wonder why, what? because, I mean, we know this, it's not product, product late. Well, product I mean. Place must have been in, in infancy. They, why would they hide the, to well, not endorse a company? Go ahead. They, they can't show brand names on TV unless, you know, they have an arrangement or something. I think it's more like they won't, right? You could do it, I would assume. Let's see what yeah. the beer is. Schlitz. It looks like a Coke to me. Well, he stumbles, you see. Ah. Uh. He goes, you seen him in town? Do you mind not jacking it in front of me? <laughs> well, I guess I'll head on back then. You seen him today? You seen him today? Woo! Who's that, Roy? You know what I'm talking about. California, the one with the car. <laughs> He's been hanging around. California. Oh, oh, the California kid. Sure, I've seen him. He's been hanging around all day. I've been going out there. Because he's like, he's waiting on me. He's waiting on me. 
Nice. This is the big showdown kind of thing. Okay, now, Maggie has slept with Martin Sheen, and Martin Sheen slept with Maggie, and Martin Sheen's a good guy, and uh, they really like each other, you know? So the first time I saw this film, by mistake, I heard him say, she's like, I'm never leaving this town. Even though I bought a mobile home when my, when my husband was arrested, I never went anywhere, and I know I'm not going to ever go anywhere. Then he, I thought, said, if you ever do come anywhere, come look me up. So I was like, what a great guy. But no, right. what he said is, when your, when your husband who's been arrested gets out one day, he'll come look you up. So he didn't, you know, it, it took his being a nice guy down one peg in my because well, he's not aware of the sheriff saying don't consummate this relationship. So it's on his own well, accord that wait, he says. They did consummate, Mike. They absolutely slept together. If that's what okay. you mean. But she's he you're right. He was like, Don't see him again. And she doesn't bring that up. She's like, I know I'll never see you again. It's okay. What a bummer. I didn't realize her trailer was like in the parking lot of the diner. Oh yeah, that's how the cop knew. That he Frank got into all that trouble. When they come and took him away. Now she's basically saying, I'm 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 never leaving this town. And and like I know you're leaving, and it's okay. The time we had together was good enough for me, that kind of thing. I really respect her when the mamas and papas broke up. She was like, fine, I'm an actress now, and it was successful. She was sure. Now, she's never been in a huge film that had legs, and we remember all the way up till this day. But in her time, she did a lot of work, and everybody knew her as a movie star. Um, she was married to John Phillips, as you know. But when they divorced, yeah. in 1970, she married Dennis Hopper. Huh. And in 1970, she divorced Dennis Hopper. Yeah, that sounds, that tracks. That does, right? <laughs> He was so, so Dennis Hopper during 1970. He, I last picture or show, I think, was what he was working on, which is this crazy film, which if it's ever on YouTube, we'll watch. But uh, he went to like South America to shoot a film about an out of control film crew. And guess what? <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> yeah, ended up being a documentary, yeah. Okay, one thing good about her though is, as you remember, Beverly Hills 90120. She played some character named Abby Malone for nine episodes, and she was definitely all over Knott's Landing TV series. So she, after the movies in the 70s, in the 80s, she went on to uh, be, you know, she, she had a TV presence. She had a successful career. And we saw her in Bogart's face. We saw her. Right. He's like, I want you in town. She was the woman with Michelle Phillips' face in that movie. Right. She was playing this actress of uh, 1930s. I want you out of this town today, McCord. What? Whom? You now, can't what kick her out of town. Thing? You can't kick her out. I'm talking to you, asshole. Oh. She's biting her lip all cool. Yeah, and he's like, I'll be heading north in 30 minutes. Yep. Coming, coming after me. 
You so, know, planes can't show the TV show if you on in-flight entertainment. Right. They don't show not not landing is not on there. Not landing. Yeah, because the plane needs to land. They don't want to not land. Oh, yeah. oh, that's so dumb. But, but you can't get around the plural. That's that's the problem with that pun. It's not slanting. Yeah, the plural of knots. Not very far. <clears throat> they, they wouldn't show not landing. That would be definitely a show that That they, would be devastating. Except they don't give a shit about that. I mean, they name the, the why do they call it a terminal? Because <laughs> you're all going to die. <laughs> that's an old joke. I never I thought of it that way. I didn't write this joke. Oh, that's someone else's joke? Yes. That's Very ancient. Cool. Okay. okay. I think you'll come back, see. Yeah, I think I... your husband is going to come back. Woo. Woo. Speaking of happy days, studio audience goes nuts. Woo. Now, that's a really good kiss. And you could see when he was like, you come and I thought the first time I saw this, he said, Come, if you ever do get out of this town, come see me. Well, that's a gentleman thing to say. But he didn't. Oh. He didn't. Look okay. at her, man. She's full of regret. I don't think it's regret. No, uh, she's not unhappy that she slept with him. She's very happy about it. Regret because she'll never leave the town, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like this consideration of where she's at. She seems Evaluation. to like it, but okay, now we are all set up for our big finale here, okay? We're, we're already knee deep in act three here. This is a really good movie, Carl. I, I usually at this point, we're praying for this film to get to the third act. That's right. Yeah, listen, the writer is the most interesting part. He was also a director, but he did, um, he directed the first Roger Corman's uh, New World Pictures film ever. Nice. Angel Dies Hard. Now, he wrote a, a movie called Jackson County Jail I considered for our show, but there's a horrible rape scene in it, and I just didn't want to go there. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah, we're an entertainment show. <laughs> well, it was, if you're a debauched motherfucker, it was entertaining because it was bad. It wasn't bad in its brutality. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. Anyway, fuck that film. So yeah, okay. now we see what we didn't know as an audience. Both of them seem to know that there was going to be some sort of drag race now. It's like he knows that McCord knows he's a killer. So now they're going for it. They're reenacting. It's a duel. Yes. You think you can bonk me off the cliff? I dare you. And that's what we're having. So this is like a Western, like high noon, open 24 hours, though. They, yes. They're, they're in the town square, and they're going to shoot off. Yes. Now, one thing that happens here, Martin Sheen has been planning this. So he gets to a speed and stays constant. That way, the cop thinks it's his maximum speed. He's already got the siren on? Well, yeah, I mean, Martin Sheen is on purpose speeding right now. This reminds me of that tunnel you go through to get to San Francisco, to get to the bridges. Oh, the Marine. I think that's uh, the Robin Williams tunnel or something like that. No. Okay. Yeah, it's in North. So now 
we're coming upon the curve. We, we saw the tunnel like always. We're going to see the sign like always. And then we're going to see that 30 miles per hour sign. I don't like the sign. <laughs> so that's how three, we see this sign every time. The, the directors, let, they've, he's let us know throughout the whole film, our racetrack here. He is such a New Jersey driver, the sheriff. Why? Because he's texting? Okay, <laughs> tailgating. Here we come. This is the curve. This is our finale. We are ready. I'll just give you a little sound. I'm at the edge of my seat. Horrible TV soundtrack. Okay, now yeah. we're speedometer, and we'll see how he's like making it so it's like maximum speed. Now look, we saw the accelerator goes down. He's ready to bonk. A hundred. Yes. Now look, see that's not that's not Angel, our deputy. It's a person we've never seen before. Something there's some story there. He wasn't available. So look, he speeds past him. He misses. They even oh. take out the po the telephone pole. Wow, and this is our second crash on-screen crash. Right. Now, this should be our deputy, and it's not. It makes no sense that it's this new guy we've never seen before. Maybe, maybe he worked for Eternal Affairs. Right. He might have worked for Eternal, Internal Affairs. It's so, Infernal Affairs? Internal Affairs. <laughs> that was Infernal Affairs? There's so, a Hong Kong movie. The Departed is based on a, a movie called Infernal Affairs. <laughs> well, last night, I was fighting with my wife. I was like, you're Infernal Affairs. <laughs> so that's it he's won by by the cops loss it's oh now over. it's yeah now here's here's maggie and what does she hear she turns her to look two bucks whoa what's that noise Hey, kid. Hey. Oh, he's just waving goodbye? Yeah. The thing is, the first time I ever saw this film, I thought he was pulling in to say, look, I've changed my mind. I changed my mind. You and me, one for the girl. Road. No, not one for the road. Come marry me or something. I mean, it's 74. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am, in advance. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. This movie ends great. Carl, this is... Mm -hmm. I'm going to break protocol. I like this movie a lot. What do you think? I like this movie. I think it was well done. I think the director was really quite boring. Uh, <laughs> he really was. But um, but Martin Sheen did a really great job. This writer is very interesting. I, I didn't even tell you. He had this big hit with Macon County Line in 74. I think you know that film. Yeah, um, I do. Anyway, doesn't matter. The film's done. He was a good writer, and this guy did his job as a director. I think it was well yeah. put together, well acted. It was lacking some stuff, but I blame that on TV. I also a TV hate, movie. Yeah. And I hate the soundtrack because the soundtrack is TV. This movie, I thought the casting was really well done. 
Nick Nolte, Vic Moreau, Martin Sheen, uh, yeah. Michelle Phillips. That's a great cast right there. Yeah. All the TV faces we know. I think the storyline's really good. Uh, for Avengers story, it, it does it right. So I, I'm really impressed, Carl. Thanks for pulling this movie out. Happy, uh, happy to do it. Yeah, I never really like watching TV movies, but honestly, there's such a plethora of made-for-TV movies from the 70s and 80s that you know people re fondly remember more so than a theatrical release film. So, and not only like that, with streaming originals and like HBO originals, you can't be a snob about this shit anymore. You just have Especially to. Especially when you bump into a star just before they truly break, so you get the treat of seeing a big-time star in one of these vehicles. Like Jim Carrey in that that movie, that that drama he did. All right, well, he did a movie where it was like something on Sp Trouble on Something Street or something like did that. Did we see it, was... it together? Did we see? No, no, no. I think he comes out of the, his character comes out of the closet, and the family's like, "Oh, we're gasp!" But we saw a movie together in which Jim Carrey was the son who they were pretending was dead. Yes, that was a Canadian film, wasn't it? Right. And yeah, I remember that. It was a comedy, and uh, he does show up for that. Oh, well. Yeah. We see so many movies. We love you guys. We Thank you so much for watching a movie with us. We just watched a full-length movie on YouTube. We will be back next week with a special Switcheroo episode. Oh. I have a movie. No. I've watched the movie. I have research. Carl and I are going to uh, This time, I will lead the, the film. That gives so. me a whole week's break. Thank you, Michael. So on this week's break, Carl will be at Scotty's in, in uh, Springfield, New Jersey. Probably. You can also check him out on carlsucks.com. And True. if you're a fan of Compound Media, listen 24-7. No, he's shaking your head. <laughs> okay. Well, and then me, I'm doing absolutely nothing. So we will see you guys next week. Check out Muni Radio. Donate. Hit the donate button on their website. Go to Venmo at Muni Radio. Donate some bucks. Listen to their live comedy shows Monday and Fridays and Subscribe to our podcast and video podcast if you haven't already. Mike, you Thank do you plenty. You do plenty, including this podcast. You do plenty. Try and think of anything exciting for people. No, well, you know you what? Have the Zoom shows. Like no, I have a people puzzle. I was on TV this year. That's right. Right. And yeah. You're streaming on what service right now in that movie, The uh, Joke jo uh, uh, Rules of the Con Man? Oh, you're talking about the. Thieves Code on Amazon Code. Prime. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go watch Thieves Code on Amazon Prime. Your man Mike's in that movie. You got it minute. going on. Yes. I have to say I'm fat. Have IMDb. The director says, say you're fat. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. You didn't need Bye. to say it. I did say it. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegel. Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird. Common. By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should find
follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Might have gone to a wrong court there. Okay, let us watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michaels, Spiegel, Man, and Carl. Let us watch a full length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Mike. Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. Very important acronym. It's Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael, Eagle Man, and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Car Michael, Eagle Man, and Carl. La da da. Da, 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 da. Welcome to L W A F F L M O Y T. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. That's let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman, as seen on Game Show Network's People Puzzler. Mike Spiegelman, as seen on Game Show Network's People Puzzler, and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How are you, television star? Great to see you again uh, in the lowly medium of FM radio and and YouTube. But, you know, for a TV star like you. Be up there and here's your clue. Michael Jackson turns into one in Thriller. Zombie. Is it zombie? Where do you want to go next? Uh, four down. Four down. We have an M and an E and here's your clue. Heavy genre of Twisted Sisters. We're not gonna take it. Metal, heavy metal. Is it metal? All right, all right, doing good, Mike. But uh, great to see That's... you again. Thank you for having me on our show. Well, thank you for arriving to our show. As, a, as always, uh, we are recording the seconds after my episode just aired where I was a game show contestant on Very Game Show Network's People Puzzler. And I couldn't really talk about it, but it's out there, and you'll hear clips from it throughout 
our podcast. We are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. New Jersey time. And we are really excited because we have a great show. Carl and I, we watch movies on YouTube. They're full-length movies that are posted on YouTube. We want you to watch the YouTube movie with us and uh, listen to our podcast at the same time. So you can do this right now, streaming live, Mutiny Radio, go to YouTube, or you can subscribe to our podcast. It'll drop every Sunday night, and then you can watch the movie at your leisure, or you can subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel, which Carl has already synced up the movie. Carl is the producer of the show. Yes, he yes. wrote the theme yes. song you heard up front. Right. Uh, yeah, he will edit game show bits for yes. the show until the end of infinity. And uh, till the end of infinity. 92 till infinity. <laughs> Coming and right up. Mike, right. what is the movie today? You're asking me, Carl, what a switcheroo. Normally, I would ask you. Today's movie is Thunderbirds Argo, the theatrically released 1966 super animation. Uh, it's more like marionettes. Well, marionettes and animation, right? Animatronic moving bullshit. So it's combined and it's super. It's called Thunderbirds or Go. We want you to go to YouTube, type in Thunderbirds or Go. 1966. 1966. I can tell you. I'm going to get my PlayStation 4 here. Oops. The actual full title is Thunderbirds or Go 1966 1080p Blu-ray H264 A-A-C-R-A-R-B-G. R-A-R-B-F. Got it. Got it. And Carl, great question. The channel that's hosting the movie uh. is Bob J77. That's B O B B J 77. Bob B J. Because a head bobs in a BJ? Is that why? Bob B J 77. And listen, as married men, Bob, congratulations. Yeah, right. Uh, Kudos We're living vicariously through you. <laughs> so go ahead now bob had uh not only had the courtesy to host this movie he has two ads up front so thank go you ahead. Bob. thank you bob but he's the only one that has the full length movie and it looks gorgeous yeah. so go yeah. ahead and click it let it play hit pause well what's going to happen is you're going to click it and there'll be two ads so when you have the opportunity to skip ads do so and then hit pause move it to zero zero oh my god that's so much work now it's a chore. It's not a chore. We're, we're going to have a great segment. We have a special comedian, a celebrity comedian, Carl. Yeah, yeah. To do the countdown to start our movie. And exactly right. Carl and uh, Carl, take it away. I hear you have a top ten list, Carl. No, I don't, you <laughs> dumbass motherfucker. I have a movie podcast. In the middle of it, and we watch a full-length fucking movie. God damn it. Okay, so listen. You have to start our movie. Is this Abacus in your way? Three, two, one, go. That's how the countdown goes. You three, say two, three, two, one, go. Oh, please, listen, I went to the school. We all, it's audio first. It's it? its out of San Francisco Mutio, Mutiny Radio. Everyone at home. We're on Mutiny Radio. Presses play at the same time as we do here in the studio. Okay. So what you have to do is like a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Go. Don't do it like three, two, one, and go. No, it's three, no, two, it's like one. the space shuttle launch. Three, two, one. And you're recording go. this for yourself. Right the fuck now. All right. Go ahead. All right.
Okay, you ready? Am I ready? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Holding on, yeah. Ready okay. now? Three, chin down. Another two, chin down. Wait, wait, wait. Three, two, I, I don't know how to do it. Steve, how would you do it? Three, two, one. No, you gotta do Wayne's World. Timing. Five, <laughs> <four>. <laughs> this is the best show in quite some time. And we had to be good to follow those two jobs. Three, two, one. Garrett, how would you do it? On, let me guess, on post-it notes. But uh, you know I'm recording right now. Yeah, he was already doing Are it. Are you aware I'm recording? All Three, right. two, one. Thank you, Carl, and comedian, celebrity comedian for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. That was very interesting. I look forward to hearing it. And now, from Concord Home Entertainment. Yes, Concord 99, 77. <laughs> we now, saw Carl, 79. Normally, you watch these movies, research it, and tell me about it, and I never see it. We're doing a switcheroo. You haven't seen this movie. Have you right. seen this movie before? Probably as a kid. As a kid, this was a television show. And so that's this is why back I in the 20th century. Yeah. Now, I oh, didn't realize so this. this. This show is so crazy. It's a 21st century production. This takes place in the 21st century. This is 2066. And in fact... It, this movie, Thunderbird. Oh, I gotta crank this up. Thunderbirds why I have this. are go. Thunderbirds are go. Great, right? You sit down. The moment you sit down, it says Thunderbirds are go. I'm done. It's so retro. It looks like it was made today to look like back then. It does have this very slick '60s style. Yeah. You know, yeah. look at this super. The guy who created this, his name is Jerry Anderson. I've never seen Thunderbirds. I've never seen any of his stuff except wow. for a couple episodes of Space 1999. It was a real pleasure looking through all this stuff. So they're introducing the, our main characters. They're five sons, and they each craft a different Thunderbird. Okay. For example, Alan, he's three. Four is the submarine, and that is Gordon. Uh-huh. Anyway, Gordon, Gordon does nothing in this movie. And who's lost in space? It's the shitheel brother, John. John, why don't you go mad? <laughs> but that's not all. See, there's their international rescue. So there's spies from all around the world, but we're only going to have one. Lady Penelope from the UK. I don't okay. know. Her, uh, porter. Oh, he's not just the, the driver. He's. Mm -hmm. All right, let's crank this up a sec. So from what I learned about this, by the way, like you, you finally see... This show had like came out, it was a hit. Right. And okay. they were able to sell it to the American market. In fact, everyone here has an American accent. Is it from England? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Shot. And they're doing American accents. You ever see the, the British uh, office, that industrial yeah, sure. park? Mm -hmm. That was the location where they shot these during the 60s and 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. So look, okay, this is the big penis on she thing. Now, this is nothing, to, this is not a Thunderbird. I didn't realize this. This is okay. Zero X. Zero X is a space mission. It's like NASA, and they're going to Mars. Okay. They're going to Mars. Mission to Mars. Excellent. That's so exciting. Now, right. I, do you saw the space station above the Earth? I remember yeah. them distinctly as a kid. That was the coolest thing ever. They just, John is never in their island. Like, what the deal is, their dad is like, 
Mr. 60s Adventure, and he's okay. a millionaire in the 60s. So he has his own island, hollowed out island. And hollowed underneath out. is all the Thunderbirds. Oh. But John That's is like intense. in outer space. Yeah, That's this like show was like Dr. No meets Dr. Evil shit. This is so well, all these people who made these models, they all went on to do 60s Bond movies and shit like that. So Makes there's sense. a real I the research I did was on YouTube, a lot of fan service. This guy's name is Jerry Anderson with a G. The okay. fans are considered Fanderson. That's okay. what the fans are called. Fanderson. Named after Jerry Anderson. So I was able to watch uh, a BBC two radio interview from a uh, show in 2000 that they okay. put video on. Uh, and that was hosted by a guy who's in this movie, uh, Bob Monkhouse and <laughs> Bob Monkhouse, I guess in the British TV, he did a bunch of sitcoms. He was a, a comedian, but he was primarily for decades, a game show host. Like a, he was like a beloved comedian and he did a kid's show in the sixties where one of the, ships from the previous show stingray pops out of the guy's bathtub and in return he shows up in this movie bob monkhouse is one of the mars astronauts okay during this radio uh uh presentation that he host narrated he said i did it for free really that's great yeah and he plays a character in this where it's just kind of like one of his tv show characters i think there's like a in the did it for free did it for free this is supposed to be Glenfield military base. And I don't know if it's real. They actually, at the end credits say, thank you to K- Admiral Casey of Glenfield uh, air force base. And I'm like, I thought they made this up, but uh, from what I understand, all this shit shows up in the next series. The guy does called captain Scarlet. Captain they Scarlet. Had a, okay. They had a very shrewd way of getting shows marketed is that if it was not the ratings were going down, create a new show. And these are big soap opera adventure shows. The guy, Jerry Anderson, he he got a job for Colonial Films when he was 17. It's just like British Empire Films. And then he okay. got into the RAF as a radio operator. He okay. got out. He worked for Pinewood Studios, the big uh, British studios. Uh, and then he got a job doing a commercial, Nobby, drink, uh, eating Kellogg's Ricicles. Ricicles? Yeah, don't try the resticles. The resticles, <laughs> too salty and sweaty, but the ricicles. And it was knobby, and it was really popular. And this British uh, children's novelist said, hey, my character Twizzle would be great with your marionettes. So this launched with- him into the marionette world of British television shows in the 50s. That was, was a Western- human hand or something that I just Yeah, saw. is that crazy? Carl, let me tell you right up front, nobody walks in this movie. None of the marionettes <laughs> walk. <laughs> They showed like the Western where they did walk and it looks really silly. Okay. And so the they... hands, you will see real hands pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's her first hand. Now, if the show isn't, if the ratings go down, new show. That was new that's show. a cool concept. Captain Scarlet. This show, first season, 64, they did 30, 26 episodes. And these are hour long okay. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then serious. they did the movie. The movie guaranteed United Artists said, "We let's do a sequel as well." Signed all that shit up. This came out bombed. Bombed. This bombed. Bomb. This bombed. And then they. Which the one's second... Bob Monkey? Oh, okay. Oh, that's a really good question. Hang on a sec. I have it. 
They're going to introduce them again. I guess they're just listening right now. Well, it's pretty good. Yes, sir. Thinking. Space Captain Greg Martin. Yeah. Space Navigator Brad Newman. Yeah. Yes, sir. Dr. Pierce. Yes, sir. Dr. Grant. Yes, sir. American accents and so astronaut-like. Yes. So I think it's one of the three astronauts is is Bob Monkhouse. Now, this is before we landed on the moon. This is 1966. So they're going to Mars. They're going they're going to Mars. I should mention that the show second season premiered and got canceled after six episodes before wow. this movie hit the theaters. So by the time this movie hit the theaters, the second ep- season was truncated to six episodes instead of twenty six. And this- wait, there's two additional people going. Yeah, there's so there's Doctor Grant, there's okay. Doctor Pierce, okay. there's Captain Paul Trevor, there's Space Captain Greg Martin. And their space navigator, Brad Newton. And Brad Newton Brad is what? Bob. New New Man. Newton. Uh, Newman. Newman. He's actually uh he's Bob Monkhouse. Newman. This music is uh the score was like this movie, you know, obviously the show's a cult hit. Right. But who's keeping score? Who's keeping oh his name is I think it's Glenn Barry, Greg Barry. But there's a surprise, a musical number surprise at the end. Oh, okay. That's I, I don't want to spoil what, no spoilers. We don't know which there's one's Bob Monkey. Let's we'll guess as the thing goes. He's 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 uh Osdorfer Grenville not. <laughs> so no, this is insane. This, you're, this is like Star Trek, the motion picture where they start off with the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because... I mean when I was a little kid. Thunderbirds blew me away because of the models like this. They were yeah, absolutely. They were like, remember, everything was practical effects. So a lot of your watching movies was imagination, and kids can't understand that today. I'm sure they can logically understand it, but um, this thing really took your imagination to you know the space station and the submarine and the you know they're flying and yo yeah they go everywhere. So it's Barry Gray. I mean they do Earth. The uh, air, you know, they're like fires. NASA on steroids. So they got everything set up. They got the doctors that are going to do uh, technical works, and they got the captain, the space captain, and the space navigator. And they're going to Mars on a plane, kind of. Well, as always, we just spent five minutes setting this up. There's Sylvia Anderson. She co-wrote this, and she was one of the masterminds behind the show. And David Lane was a regular director on all these Jerry Anderson puppet uh, marionette movies. Uh-huh. And apparently, he's the uncredited uncredited director of Muppets Christmas Carol. So I don't uncredited. Know yeah. So maybe Were he did the Andersons. No, this is David Lane. Oh, the guy. okay. He's so basically like. Sylvia Anderson is one of the actors. She's Lady Penelope. And she also, she she started off as a secretary and they got married and, and she really worked uh, really like with the actors and uh-huh. took care of that stuff. And he, you know, his he was kind of this stuff. Look how it's a firework out the butt. There's a lot of... But I mean, it's so burned. cool that it's... Like I said before, like this looks so good. It's like somebody today was trying to be retro. Right. I know. I know this doesn't look like computer generated. That would probably be the thing we do today. Do you know why their heads are so big? 
they're smart. Thunderbirds. They're, they're, well, yeah, right. Yeah, they're scientists. They have transmitters. Like, they have a megaphone, like a little speaker in their mouths. And oh. one of the marionette uh, wires is a transmit, a pre-recorded dialogue. So we're hearing so, it really from the marionette's mouth? or Yes. It's yeah. not an overdub? Wow. No. That's, so, that's but, interesting. But then the actors are not in a room. You know, Bob Monkhouse went to a studio and recorded it. And then they, they the, the engineers, the puppet masters. Okay. Now, this is really inexplicable. As you know, all shows must have an adversary. Okay. The adversary is named The Hood. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, I don't know who this man is with the mustache. But suddenly... Okay. He's gonna. So he's stowaway to the moon. He's. I think he's taking photographs. That's what he's doing. That's a little. Fo a little sixty spy camera. His foot is gonna get mush, the idiot. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Ready. Bone no, break. no, that's gonna hurt so much. Yeah. It's gonna go from one foot to six inches. Oh, if only that was only wood. Oh, you could hear it crack. Whoa! Look at that. It's That's the hood all along. Impossible shit right there. Right, which is the sixties. It made perfect sense. Bum, 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 bum. I have a bad movie rule where the special effects, the characters use the same special effects that the special effects are used in the movie. Like in Jack okay. and Jill, Jack dresses up as Jill. And I'm like, come on, you're already dressed up as Jill. You're Jack and Jill, right? Adam <laughs> Sandler. So the puppets like have a distinct face and then they suddenly have like a f they're wearing a mask it's the face over a face like come on would you get puppetry okay look they got to abort they got to abort they never even made it yeah so that piece you after watching puppet. it connect we watch it disconnect face off is that blood yes puppet blood from the wood huh <laughs> pulpy wood so the story is the dad has five sons. They all have their own spaceships. And anytime there's international rescue need, international rescue shows up. They get called they, upon? They get called upon. Now, who built all this stuff? The guy must be Brainiac. His name is Brains. And he looks okay. like the guy from the Buggles. You'll see him. You know the guy I from know the Buggles? Brains. He's got the thick glasses. Yeah. Radio killed the radio, radio star. star. Uh, he wears the white coat. He is yeah. brains. I remember. Brain. So look at that. Also... Look at that. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I'm like seven, six, is, imagining, you know. One of the things I love is just the sounds. There's no nope. music pumped through it. Oh, that's cool. Now, you know, when we were kids, we had toys. And from our day and all the time earlier, that's what kids had. Like when you were a kid, you got toys and Christmas was everything. Oh, sorry, Mike. Chanaka was everything. Chanaka. And you would get like, so when you had your Fisher Price set or you had your building blocks, right? So when you watch this, it was like, imagine my toys were alive. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, this is how you would play. You would have the saboteur and then they, they would saboteur? build themselves up and then go. Now, he has jumped out of the plane. He has a parachute, I guess. I don't know if we see the parachute. I don't recall. It's very interesting because this criminal 
So right. the deal is one of the employees at the Look Tracy at Institute, is, right. her name is Tintin. Okay. From Malaysia, the Malaysian islands, I guess. Her dad works also works for them. And there's another female character named Grandma, who's the mother of the dad. And oh, the mother to the of five the kids. dad. That'd be like your, oh, so she's like a grandmother. Yeah, so she's called Grandma, but she's not in this movie. In fact, we haven't seen a single fucking Thunderbird yet. Really? This is, still, this is Zero X, something that just popped up. Okay. The, okay. Look, they're it's going the down. It's the movie. You see the little the lights showing how many feet they're going down? No, you never saw the, the live action one with Bill Paxton as the dad, right? Have you? Yeah, I recommend you see it. It's fun. And that's Ben Kingsley as the hood, right? As the villain? I don't remember anymore, and I should okay. because I really like that movie and I remember movies I love. I should see it again. Um, it's whoa! Right? Boom. Now it's going to be wow, slow motion explosion. Look at the drama. The drama of the slow motion water wow. and fire. They mixed oil and water and they lit the fucking oil. This is practical effects, yeah. folks. There's a lot of explosions and slow motion drama. All the drama is trenched from the models being shot in slow motion or doing mm -hmm. something like, ooh, the diesel means excitement. The, the splashy <laughs> means trauma. Now, this looks like a giant razor blade, but now we go to another. Do we go to the Thunderbirds? No. Okay. Yeah. See, the, the movie, the live action one, it was all about the family. They were kind of like celebrities. The Marsh Exploration Center. So we go from Zero X, we go from Glenfield Spaceport to okay. Marsh. And then they're going to say, like, we're going to do a vote. Do you see, like, everyone has a glass of water and, like, a, yes. a loudspeaker next to them? Yes. Okay, that's actually two buttons, a red button and a yes and a green button for okay. or against. In the findings of this so this is two years later. See, they're voting Wait, right now. Four is red and against is green. That's backwards. Don't you think? It's, Go it's England. Stop. It's England. They it's the whole like when you drive on the wrong side of the street, a red <laughs> light means go when you drive in No, Carl. that can't be the, true. It Wait, is. Wait. I in England, red light means go, and green light means stop? Yeah, and cars are holographic, so you can drive right through them, especially double-deckers. Well, <laughs> look for red. And so they have this, this is like all drama through the mechanical shit they built, right? Who's against? Who's against? Somebody didn't, oh, uh -oh. shit! This Barry Gray, the orchestra, cranks it up. It's like a 60-piece like orchestra. Russian guy? They look at no. So we don't know who it is. But the drama, the puppets moving around marionettes. Now, uh, they, you know, like another movie in 1966 was Batman, based on the TV series. And they shot that in between, they aired it during the summer in between seasons. Okay. So I'm always reminded of this. Okay. Handling our own security arrangements. I have 862 pages here, sir. I have 862 pages. So technical. Oh, go right to the razor blade. So he's okay. saying, I don't, I, you guys can't do shit. We need to get IR in this. He said, Are you saying we need our own security? Fuck yeah. Here it is, Tracy Island, Carl. Okay, so now we're getting to the family. Right. Finally, now, at the TV show. Is Grant, Pierce, Trevor, are these the 
Yeah. Family members? So the, no. the brothers are all named after astro- American astronauts. Like John is John Glenn. And Virgil is actually has a nickname. But not really Neil and Buzz, to be honest with you. There's a guy named They're, Buzz? No. Scott, uh, Virgil, Alan, Gordon, and John. They're, and here are four of them. One is in outer space. Get off the schedule for tomorrow morning. You'll have to make a decision soon, Dad. Even if it's no. Right. So now they hear that uh, they're going to relaunch. This is two years later. This We just spanned two years. Okay. And... Wait a second. Wait a second. They were going to Mars and that failed. That was zero right. X. Zero yeah. X went to. Okay. So now we're not going to Mars and forget about it. Right. Now we want to go back to Mars. However, we need to hire international rescue to make sure everything goes smoothly this time. Okay. So the boys just got the news from their dad. They're on a side. So they got He's a gig. Us- Thunderbird 2 and follows Scott to Glenfield. And Zero X takes off. Escort- so basically Virgil is, is Thunderbird 2. Thunderbird 1 is a hypersonic rocket. It's a okay. vertical takeoff and landing, a VTOL. Oh, and landing. Gee, That's incredible technology. Here we go. Check this out. Check this out. It's unlikely that you'll be needed, but you'd better be ready in case. Yes, sir. Okay, boy. So the, the submarine guy says, hey, Dad, what about me? He goes, well, you're probably not going to be needed. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay, so here is the hyper rocket. This is the land, technically. This is like kind of their command center. And this is run by Scott, who you see uh, – waiting patiently to be transported over there. Okay, Look so at this. Scott Anything is Thunderbirds is... 1. Scott is Thunderbird 1. Now, here comes Virgil. Virgil has Thunderbird 2 as a heavy uh, transporter. And this is where they, like, pick up whole thing. Like, if you need to drill, Thunderbird 2 will carry the drill. Okay, what Look is this? Is it like a truck? Yeah, it's a big, empty truck. That carries okay. other trucks. Okay. You see how in the future they never move; <laughs> they sit or they get like escorted they while they lie on their back because it looks too goofy. Yeah. So when they shot this, they were also shooting a TV show, and they had to do different ratios. Look what a waste! Wait, of is a there a daughter? Time. Is there a daughter? I'm sorry. No, to but there's Tintin. There's a, there's okay, so, the, the like, villain. Wouldn't it be great if there was like a little daughter and she was all, you know, like she'd be in the pool when they were closing it. Dad! Dad. Not now, Vicky. You can't. That pool is not sanitary if it's underneath, if underneath is a rocket layer. If that's a rocket launcher, you should not have a pool covering it. Who's that dude? Uh, I think that is. That's Virgil. No, that's one. That's Scott. Yes, that's Scott. Okay. Okay. Look at the fireworks, man. That's like he's like aggro. Look at that. It ruins the pool exterior. That can't be. You would not want to like swim in a smoke encrusted. (laughs) Yeah, encrusted is right. Okay, now this is Thunderbirds 2, but it's a truck. Yeah, it's a heavy transporter. So it's heavily carrying number that green thing. And his like so it's under the pool. It's cosmetic, I guess. And this is like under hollowed out brick wall. And not mm-hmm. and not only does he beat the well, back hollowed cave, out but... mountain like rock, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So here comes one. Oh, now this is three. This is the spaceship. Who There's is already it? a satellite. That but is Alan. Alan. 
Alan is. is the star of the show. I'm very proud of Alan. We're all very proud of Alan. Okay, wait. Is oh. Alan three? Thunderbirds three? Alan is three. Yes, you're, you're taking notes. Gordon, Dad, can I go? Well, I don't think there's going to be any underwater things in space, so no. That's a Gordon. He's four. <laughs> okay, what was Alan in? Not a rocket, he, like a plane. No, like he is in a space rocket. Okay, not a takeoff like a Saturn V rocket. He's like in a spaceship. Yeah, he's going to be monitoring. Like he's going to overwatch it. Like they're 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 going to be like babysitting. They're going to be hanging around, making sure this this flight works. Working security. Yeah, right. Nothing happens. Now, so I should mention another character who doesn't show up until twenty five minutes of the film. Her name is Tintin. Okay, and she she's an engineer there. She works there. Her dad is Kentaro, and then her <laughs> is Mike, the this hood. is no truck. This is no truck. I'm trying to tell you that the the villain's niece works at the Institute as an engineer. Oh, is that Look, sort of like Gordon. a kind of thing? Hey, check out the submarine. You like the submarine action? Aha, uh -huh, <laughs> yes. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Gordon's got to yeah. hang out. Here's, here's Tintin. Yes. Yes. I did it. Is Tintin just a stereotype? She's very beautiful. Yes. I don't really, I'm trying to follow the story. Another fan thing I watched was Jerry Anderson Primers, which is on YouTube. And okay. it has, you know, that internet flat voice talking guy. But right. they do every single production the guy's done. Because one thing I did for my research, Carl, is I watched The Many Worlds of Jerry Anderson, which were <laughs> pilots that he did after in the 70s. Uh -huh. He had one of the, the Thunderbird puppeteers was a live-action cop in Space Cop. And all space of his police. pilots were puppets? What's that? All of his pilots were puppet shows? No. So there oh, was okay. one. Of, so after, I think after Scar, no, he did... Joe 90, I think, might have been the last puppet one. Until then, he did UFO. The investigator was hybrid live action puppet. Mm -hmm. This alien wants to investigate Earth, so he turns a couple into puppets and they go and they uh, follow evil people and say, Why are you greedy? So greedy. Look at it. Were we seeing human hands? Yeah. And now we're seeing so rubber hands. So, so basically, he needs he needs uh, some of his international agents. So he goes to the only one, Penelope. okay, which is Penelope. Okay, because in England it's four o'clock; it must be tea time. So the tea kettle has a uh, intercom or something. So that she's just this walking stereotype too. She's like over rich, and she has her chauffeur is like a comedic relief. As a kid, I would remember the Porter uh, Parker. Look at this. Such drama. What's going to happen? Ooh, how dramatic. Someone's in the lounge. How can the director indicate it? Well, how about you just have a model ring a bell? You rang. You rang. Uh, here we go. Listen to Parker's voice. I'll call the airport. We're taking off for America with Fab 1 immediately. Oh, I guess not. F1 is Fab 1. They're all going to say FAB as a sign-off instead of 10-4. And she, I don't know what it stands for, but her car is a Fab 1, and it's a pink Rolls-Royce 
that has a machine gun in the grill and some cool James Bondian shit. Now, wait, you told me Thunderbirds 2 was a truck. You said yes, yes, uh-huh, yeah, yes, right. yes. Uh-huh. It, trans- it's, it transports like a truck. It's going to land. You mean it, wheels will come out? No, it, it carries shit, right? <laughs> it's an it's, air a, it's, a, it's, a, it's okay. called a transporter, right? A heavy transporter because it transports like. All right, I'm going to call mechan- it. So a truck carries shit, right? A Same truck thing. certainly carries shit on its wheels. Um, Good press conference tonight. Oh, no thanks. They uh he did he did Twizzle, he did another kids show, and he said, Fuck it, I want to do my own properties. Uh-huh. So he had stuff like Supercar and Stingray, and they were like black and white shows, but they would sell to America. And one of the guys who's selling it, you know him from the Muppet Show, the producer of the Muppet Show, his name is Lou Grade, L E W G R E D E. Look mm-hmm. at this. Okay, so there is a astronaut interview. So they're interviewing the Mars people. And okay. She's a spy. And the interview is that they use those phones from the bars in the 80s where you sit down and you call another table to talk to a guy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so this is how this press she's posing as a press uh, journalist and she's saying she's saying listen, I'm part of FAB FAB. Uh, I'm going to give you something. That's absolutely fabulous. I would like to tell my readers that you'll be wearing it during the flight. So I want you to wear Yeah. So it's neat. It, it's not a rotary phone. Like I want to say, look, guys, it's a rotary phone from right. history. But no, it's that's some of their fancy. There you go. You got a package. Okay, check out the hands. Ready for the hands? Real hands yeah. coming up. Okay. <laughs> and roll them. That's a perfectly good Spiegelman hand. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, put it in there, you freak. Okay, now the hands. Everybody back to the gets butt. that reference to fish burgers. <laughs> That's not like, like the bony features of the hand. A hand chopping network. You can find that on Fish Burgers YouTube. And there's a note. Dun dun dun. Must be Penelope. Don't be so obvious. What are you, tacky? There's the <laughs> hand again. Creepy. <laughs> oh my god. So basically, that's a bug. Now they can monitor what's going on, and if but there's why any does danger, Sentin agree to do it. He's not a spy. No, but he's concerned. I don't know if he was the one who was against, but you know, as one of the Americans, Mars space astronauts. Here it is. Wait, we're Second time. Again. This time we've this, got security. We got H. We got a TB one Thunderbird two. Sixty minutes to lift off. But what is John doing during all of this? Because it was John's in outer space. We don't communicate with John. Okay. Until later, which is bizarre. They're Alan. That's Alan in three. He's in outer space, and they're talking to Alan. They're not even talking to John. Okay. Okay. Alan is doing all of John's work. Oh, check out this fucking car! Don't know who John is. John is the fifth brother. Right. And who is currently in a space satellite orbiting the Earth. Oh, and that, that's that is called, 
Yes, that's five. Thunderbird five is a space, space orbiting station. Okay. Yeah. Not to be what's confused. I get him confused with Alan, who has a space rocket. Right, right, right. And Alan's more go to. I just saw Rolls Royce today in real in real life. I was walking around my block for my health, and there was a Rolls Royce passing. So you know what I did? What did I you do? I snubbed it. I made sure I didn't look at it. I made sure the driver knew I was not checking out the Rolls Royce. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Don't give him that pleasure. Well, that's right. That's right. So I, I, I made it clear that I had my headphones on and I put my hoodie, you know. It's a pink Rolls Royce. Okay. So now they are uh, getting, they're monitoring. They have the lapel bug. Yeah. And they're going to, they communicate. Oh, here comes the communication. See, they don't, she doesn't understand. Thanks to the future, there's a Whoa. TV monitor right there. It's um, FaceTime? Was it? FaceTime. She's FaceTiming him. Yeah. Do you have an iPhone, Mike? Well, I, you know, my car has a Zoom monitor under the seat, so you can continue your Zoom conference calls while driving. And when I Uber, people get in, they transfer. My car has Zoom an ejector call. seat on, uh -huh. on Sandy's side. Your right foot? On, on Sandy's side. On Sandy's side. Okay, now check this out. Hey, Dr. Grant. How about you, Dr. Grant? Are you okay? You okay, Dr. Grant? Oh, move, 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 move. Hang on. You know, COVID's over. You don't need to wear a mask. Oh, no. What's oh, the hood? Some security, Thunderbirds. The guy's got yeah, a yeah, the fuck, Who brings a fucking gun to a Mars? Put up your hands. No, no, no. The fake hands. Put up the fake hands. Oh. Oh. Beep, borp. Blurp. <laughs> Now, a lot of these are, are models, like they went to model kits and took pieces. A lot of them are like toothpaste, tube jar, uh, lids or whatever. Mm -hmm. They did whatever they could. Okay, here we go. Now, he's uh, not we'll in do. fab, right? She's in fab. She's fab, yeah. Right. Well, she ends everything with fab. Let's see if we hear her say it. Look at all this techno garb gibberish. FAB. That's the FAB. Oh, they don't say. Okay, check this out. They say FAG. In a motor car. I was like, in America? It was in a motor car. <laughs> in America. In, in a, a motor car? So he was on a spaceship going to Mars, wearing Whoa! a mask and holding a gun. One of the guys gets wind of it. He runs off, hops off the space the shuttle. Gets to the ground floor where the spies are waiting for him. He gets into his car, and now we have the shootout. Okay. This, this car chase. Take that, you fucking fabbit! You know, NASA does have a gun turret at the entrance. <laughs> a gun turret? <laughs> a little extreme. All right. The real doctor, real Dr. Grant, is in this building. Ah, granted. Granted. I think we take that doctor for granted. Immediately and locate the whereabouts of Dr. Grant. We don't know his condition, but providing he's okay, bring him over to central control immediately. And that's my orders. Grant, no. Pierce, 
Trevor, Martin, Brad, Newman, Newman, Jerry. Newman. He's got a good start at this lady. Yeah. Oh my God, that's horrible. That's his Cockney accent. Oh, that's yeah. So horrible. there's the hood going. But you know, he's ugly and he sounds ugly. It's fun. They're imperfect puppets. I know. It, he, it is fun. He sounds like he. it's like the 1860s and he's in a horse carriage, you know. Oh, milady, governor. I mean, it's so Cockney. I just, I just feel like all these people, even these Americans oh, right here, uh, in real life would be a little slovenly, right? They're a little off. Like, an, oh, how'd you find out about it? Well, I don't know. Oh, he goes, I guess Lady Penelope's good luck charm is not going to help me anymore. Throws to the ground. It was a transistor. It was a good luck all along because it was. Wait, you so know, wait, she he wasn't part of it. He was. Got, he got tricked. She got gave him a trinket saying, here's a good luck trip for Mars. Once you wear this metal thing in outer space, he's like, great. Okay. okay what are they so going to do, Carl? The boat, obviously with the fake thing underneath went away. Whoa. You can't do. No. Oh, Jesus you are Christ. fired. Yep. You are fucking fired. Now, as kids would be like, this makes sense, right? This makes total sense. It's a motor. It has a hydro lift or something. Is that a Jesus car? Because it's driving on water? On water. Because the little models can't really show it otherwise. Whoa! It is. Look at that. Hydrofoil. Uh-oh. It's that dude who hopped off the rocket. I don't understand this guy. He doesn't show up after this scene, Carl, for the rest of this oh, movie. And this weird. is a long movie. Here we go, watching it again. And he's part of Hydra, Hail Hydra. I hate when they put this on. There's no feeling. Right? Sorry, milady, we've got a flat. Yeah, I thought we'd go on the water just for the halibut. <laughs> you see, the drama is just the models, the action in the background. Like, you know, it's right, exciting. The speed. You can see the clouds behind them. All right, we've once again. Seen this. It's again the second time, and it's the same police cars. I think, as a director, and as a you know, just as a, he shouldn't show us that again. Exactly, you know. Whoa! Look, they miss, 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 miss. How can they miss? And who is shooting at them, Carl? I know the hood. Is this the hood's organization? Oh, okay. So it's not Hydra. It's Hood. The Hood. But no, or the guy's name. The guy's name is the Hood. Okay. So there's no organization. I don't know who this is in this helicopter. Okay. Permission to shoot the helicopter, me lady. Yes, Parker. <laughs> I give you permission make to a, shoot the. Make a U-turn. <laughs> You, what? You, 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 now, my lady. Now, my lady. Now, Paka. Now, Here it is. The Look gun, out in the future. Gun, Everyone gun, has gun, a gun. gun, gun. Right? Look at that screen. Gun, 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 gun. A little fire, Shane. You stupid, evident, red, old son. The, I can't hear you. Just shoot me already. <laughs> On the first go, Carl. It's going to crash right into them. 
it's going to crash. I mean, that's for sure. And the oily water, it exploded before it landed. <laughs> Whoa, I love that effect. Get away from it. Burning water. It's the oil and water. It, the explosion happened before it landed, and then another explosion happened in front of it. <laughs> and I have no idea who's in this helicopter. It's the fourth time watching this movie. I don't know. Did he take off the hat out of respect to the, oh, oh, there it goes. There it is, going zero to Mars. X. There goes Zero X. Why do they go to Mars? They got to get Dr. Pierce. What do you mean, Dr. Pierce is on Mars? Well, that's, there's five, five men on this. Yeah, but they're going right. to Mars. They're going to Mars. It's Dr. Grant, Grant Dr. Pierce. Pierce. Trevor, Martin, Brad, Newman. Yeah, Captain Paul, Trevor, here. Captain, <laughs> Space Captain, Greg. That's the thing. Like, one captain is going to do like Earth, and then once they hit the space, he's like, "Move over! It's my turn to drive." Oh, really? <laughs> oh, the space captain. Now this is just going to go on. Okay, hey, look. So there's uh, Alan. Scott. Scott. No, no Alan. 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 Ugh, I keep messing that up. <sighs> Alan is in the spaceship. And now we like Alan. Alan is the hero of this movie. We couldn't do everything out without Alan. Oh. <laughs> There's one funny scene with these three puppets that I'm going to try to find. Okay. But one of the puppets, I think it's Bob or what have you, uh, sacrifices himself. He, he stays on, Brad. Uh-huh. Or what, Not or Bob Paul. And one of them, and I don't know if it's it's Bob, but one of them departs, goes, bye, Paul. <laughs> like, it's just like, he's like, I'll, I'll stay here. You guys go. And he's like, bye, Paul. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> LB, lift phone. Oh, that was another hand. Yeah, and a glove. Whoa. And the future technology are just buttons that say for, against, open. <laughs> no other purpose. Zero it's like X. your phone is one oh. out. All right. Well, so things are good. So now we're going to Mars. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Where did I put my... Oh, there we go. If they shun you from Mars, if you're not allowed on Mars, you're Martian. Whoa. Fish burgers. Yeah. Okay, a lot of techno gibberish. I'll tell you, this guy, Jerry Anderson, one of the things I really like about him is that for episodic television and for these movies, the stories always swing big. Okay. You know, there's always so much story and there's so many organizations and someone involved and they're going to Mars, they're doing this. And <laughs> yeah, you never remember the, you remember the story. Like, so from what I understand, Thunderbirds, the form, the formula was you would have 10 minutes of a family. And okay. Jerry Anderson said, we want the children to relax and see a family and there's nothing going on. And then 10 minutes into it, there's peril, right? The, the, volcano blows up or the train starts to falter and they need international rescue and they come in and there's always there a go. deadline. Yeah. There's always like, you got two minutes to get this done. The timer's on. They always have like 
this extra gravitas and there's explosions constantly and they save them at the end and then that's the end here Excellent. you know it starts off with with zero x so it's not really a family oh. uh, right right uh, right right but here we are all right. okay Those now here now this is the this is where this movie goes off the deep end they're okay. gonna slap each other's back so they did it they got the, the fucking zero x and to go to oh, mars. It's off to mars and they're successful it's take them like 12 weeks to get to mars and Hood didn't. Twelve weeks. Hood tried this. I don't know what his stake was other than general sabotage. Okay, okay. I had to wait for pocket to park the car for me to make this call. <laughs> Saboteur. Fucking fabbit. How did it go? She goes F A B. Does not explain what that fucking means at all. It's a fat night. Okay. There's a fab nightclub called the Swinging Star in my hotel. You want to go? And then Virgil pops up. Hey, I couldn't help it over here. Can I go? <laughs> of course. And then wait here. I sure am. Now here comes young Alan, 24 year old, but acts like a fucking whiny baby Alan. And oh, he's okay. Catch wind that they're all going to the shooting star. See, kind of nightclub. We're just going out. Well, at work. Look at it. So Alan is like, he doesn't need to walk. He's just using the space age couch to move him over there. And speaking of space age, they're all talking through the portraits, so you don't see them moving. Right. You see now Alan's hopping on. She's saying, "Give the boys a break. They'll be fine tomorrow. They've been doing it. All right, at a nightclub, you say? Have a good time. Ah, all right. Thanks, Dad. Now here comes Whoa! Alan. Now, don't forget that we'll be at the swing star. star. Don't forget that we'll be at the swing star. You can't miss it. The swing star. Were they Phil Silvers? They're all going out tonight to celebrate. Wow! Can I go? Stuck back here at base. No, you're stuck here at base. Now I was reading a bunch of like user reviews, and someone mm -hmm. said that Tintin and Alan were a couple. That that's his girlfriend. Oh. But not in this movie. He he just pissed off. He's pissed off that they're all going to see Lady Penelope at her hotel where the swinging star is. And by the way, when you see the swinging star, it doesn't make any sense. The hotel oh. yeah. is in the globe of the design. It's weird. Okay. Tell me where you see the hotel. It's in, the, in her hotel, he says. But okay. when you see it, it doesn't make any sense. But we're not going to see it because, like Alan, we were not invited. What? We are going to stay with Alan now. We just watched a blot, a blot Mars launch, two years of bureaucracy, relaunched successfully through uh, a third party. And what did we follow it up with? Poor Alan and Ben. stuck at home. Oh, they, they won't let me go to the shooting star. I, I could go to the shooting star, Carl, in my dreams. Oh, duh. Okay. So now we're going to have a super marionettatron dream. <laughs> Uh-oh, dream montage music. Blurry. I'm dreaming. Look at that. Who's going on the nightclub? I'm dressed up. He's ready to go. Alan uh, is go. 
put it on. Alan Argo. <laughs> Let's go. Alan is out. Look at that stupid put, hat. <laughs> put it on my uh, hat. Put it on my thumbnails. Oh, here she is. All right. There's his date. All the other <laughs> brothers get to go on a date with Lady Penelope. Why can't Dallin? Alan has to dream about it. <laughs> oh, you look Whoa. lovely. Thank you. It's Barbie's dress. I'm borrowing it. I would walk I'm over borrowing Ken's outfit. But I can't walk. <laughs> oh, I guess we saw a little bit of walking right there. Well, we saw the forward motion. I was looking for it, and it didn't happen. We just saw a, 